It's the Flag on the Play podcast for Monday, June 21st, episode 16. A big, big weekend across the NBA. We've got all the stuff across the association covered for you. The NFL update, weekend winners and losers. Just another jam-packed show for you. We'll be back, of course, again on Friday morning, talking all about the NBA, the draft lottery coming up. Plenty of good stuff. Great time in the sports calendar. Of course, you're going to want to check us out on TikTok at the Flag Podcast. We'll be back again on Friday. Enjoy the episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags All the little birds on the so every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on it. Rock and Robin. Low rock and Robin, cause we really gonna rock up tonight. Every little swallow, every chickadee. It is Monday, June 21st. It's the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, it's the Pride of Serbia. It's Alex. How's it going? It's going good. I love how you switch it up from episode to episode. It's yeah, Owen or me, so it's great. I, I'm always on my toes, so I got to be ready for to say yeah. something. I love it. Yeah, love it's, it. it's honestly good. You keep us uh, ready. Yeah. Um, great. So many, so many sports to talk about. Um, so it's gonna be a great episode. Yeah. It is. It is. Doing I'm great. on my Tai Lu, dude. You got to keep the guys ready. You got to yeah. keep them on their toes. Yeah. yeah. The man in the corner over there, big man. It's Owen. How's it going? It's going good. Just a huge episode today. I just feel a huge one coming on. I so much do. to talk about. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah I love it. You know how we like to get it done. There's so much NBA to talk about, but we got to get through the NFL first. This a little appetizer. NFL, yeah. yeah, this is an NFL it's podcast, yeah. so we got to keep you guys ready. We got to keep you guys prepared. Uh, the Washington football team, they won their division last year, 7-9. Yeah. Made some big moves this offseason. Mm-hmm. Brought in Fitz Magic. Yeah. Yep. So Ron, Ron Rivera, he's already at it. He's hyping him up. He says, quote, there's nothing that says Fitzpatrick can't be the guy for a long while. So... Ron, yes, actually, there is something that says that this is his ninth team. So I don't know what you're expecting to get that the other teams have missed, but I do believe that there is a reason to believe he can't be the quarterback for a long while. There is, there is. I mean, let me just see how old he is because, I mean, 38, I think. 38 might be another reason. Yeah, he said just look at Tom Brady, but I I I think that's kind of a one of one, Ron. Yeah. Fitz and Tom Brady, I mean, a lot of similarities, but. Not just missing those player. seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just almost there. Yeah, yeah. Almost. it's so close. One in the same, though, yeah. basically. Just, yeah, it's Tom Brady with a beard. That's what it is, basically. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. Uh, I think he's like pretty good, though. Like he's like on when he goes to teams, like they're respectable. Like they don't they don't lose like all of their games. So yeah. I think he's it's, he's, he'll it's get true. you the ball. He's yeah. mediocre. He's mediocre. Yeah. Like I don't think he's the there's worse guys out there to get than yeah. Fitzpatrick. But so. seriously, bro, why wouldn't they just start that Heineke guy? Because from what I saw last year, that that guy was kind of good. Yeah, that's actually true. Um I'd go with Heineke here too. Like he was great in the playoffs and stuff. Fitz Fitzpatrick might just stunt like his growth. So I don't know. Yeah, why not? Fair point. And you also gotta remember like Fitz has got weapons now. Like he's got Logan Thomas converted quarterback and he's got that Chilean soccer player who's like never played football before. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He's That's, got the weapons. Yeah. He's got, go. Speaking of converted to tight end, we have been on the forefront yeah. of all converted to tight end news. And boys, we got another one this week. Jordan Matthews. You might remember him because he had that one year like five years ago on the Eagles where he was good. Oh, yeah. Well, he put on some weight and now he said he's ready to play tight end. So 
you know, just to extend the career a little bit, just <laughs> let him know you're playing tight end. Maybe like Demarco Murray will come next. He's like, boys, I'm moving to tight end. Yeah. Demarius Thomas. <laughs> Eddie Lacy, we already called that. So when yeah. it comes out, like we're all gonna pet ourselves on the back. Demarcus Ware maybe playing some tight end. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Shifting. Oh, that that'd be transitional. That'd man. be great. I stuff. mean, Greg Hardy's like UFC career is not panning out too hot. So who knows? Maybe shift him over. Yeah. Never know. Do you guys think just quickly back on Fitzpatrick uh, since he's been on so many teams? Do you think him just and his like wife and his family just love to? be in new spots all the time like they're just on a really long vacation yeah where probably they're just constantly changing like hey where do you want to go like this year i don't know washington seems cool yeah we've yeah. never been there before yeah we've never been there before wife's so like probably, check it out wife might be like a food like a food blogger you know what i mean oh, she's like yeah. checking out different spots yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely it's actually kind yeah. of fire I that's could, just yeah. sick that's yeah. sick good yeah. career move yeah, yeah exactly just keeping the whole family happy the kids yeah. have like no friends because they just like make friends just leave move around or what if he's employed by like the patriots secretly and he just goes from organization to organization and just gives like intel to bill belichick i wouldn't be surprised if that comes out like 20 years later what an interesting idea here's a take here's a take do you remember that clip of the press conference where he gets his kid to just do math problems yeah you've seen that yeah what if his kids just like bullied really hard so he just has to move him around you yeah. know what i mean just yeah. trying to help his could kid be out. that could be that yeah. too just wow. schools all the time that got yeah. dark i thought that I thought it was going to be a joyous <laughs> or but it was not no it started out nice just <laughs> shattered the hopes yeah yeah okay so owen i know you love rg3 for greatest quarterback of all time yeah one right. of the he's the d rose of the nfl yeah. like he would was, have been i think he was one of our favorite athletes he was my first. favorite athlete yeah he yeah. was one of the first guys that we were repping hard for he's apparently in the middle of a bidding war between fox and espn they're trying to get him to do some analyst work and some wow. said this is sources said his tryouts were quote among the best they've ever seen a tryout yeah like, like for broadcasting yeah Okay, I mean, kind of tough. That he, is, he, that mean he's lacing him up though. <laughs> like he like, said, oh, he wasn't yeah. ready to do it yet. But okay. they said when he does, he's got a job waiting. Okay, that, that that's an okay quote. But I was expecting more. Just you know, looked good. Just looked good. Looked that that, that would have yeah. been like in his like he looked good. Yeah. Now you got to hype him up, you man. Got- <laughs> you got to make him feel like he's really like the goat, so they can yeah. sign him. From a fan perspective, though. I don't love it because I just need to see RG3 on the bench, like just being a backup QB. Because I, if like, it doesn't matter if if it's one snap in the year, that's okay. I just need to see him like under center just once. Oh, when they cut to him on red zone and they're like, Robert Griffin is back in the game. I get the feels due to the yeah. one year. Like yeah. that one year was yeah. just, it's in my heart It's forever, like D Rose, dude. It's like when you see D Rose come in and he's like, you know, scores a couple points. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, what well, could have been? You yeah, know well, what I mean? Like, I know. You know what all I also like about RG3? How he went from like, he had the cornrows when he yeah. was uh-huh. like, unreal and now he's just like got a fade yeah really? he is f- yeah yeah just like matured that's, completely, that's just respect so. yeah man. respect like, exactly you know what so. like we're not kids anymore no nope. like, i'm a teacher now yeah i'm a teacher yeah, <laughs> like, gotta get serious dread yeah. like the the cornrows are for like lamar but not me not yeah. me yeah <laughs> i respect that <laughs> lastly in the nfl update alvin Kamara. So we talked yep. about his new cereal last week, Camara King Crunch. Uh, we're working on getting a box, but <laughs> it's proving to be pretty it's difficult. tough out there. Yeah. Now he's uh, signed on to be the growth and engagement advisor for NASCAR. Hmm. So I don't really know what that job entails, but I have to ask a question right now. I want to make a decision. What NFL player should we recruit to be the growth and engagement advisor for the flag on the play? I don't... I mean... I don't want to say Tebow, but like he could be a big addition. He could you know be I mean? huge. He Kelvin Benjamin, be maybe I was thinking. Wow. Uh, like, 
a former um a, a NFL player, I'd go with Philip Rivers because mm-hmm. um That'd be just good. you Lots get of each of his kids, you get like twelve kids, and we teach them how important this podcast is, and then you just disperse them to the like their schools, and they just <sighs> brag about how good the flag on the play is. Yeah, so it's like everything times twelve. Or Fitzpatrick because yep. they're always moving, like we said. We just infiltrate different Every cities market. and we yeah. got hot spots everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like that. Why, why don't we just get Rivers and Fitz, Fitzpatrick? That's okay. like 30 kids. I'm in favor of that. Yeah. yeah Owen, are you good. in favor? I'm Animal absolutely in favor. Yeah, why don't okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're sending out the recruitment letter right now. Yep. Fitzpatrick, Philip Rivers. When you hear this, because you will hear it, yeah. just hit us up. Let yeah. us yeah. know. Yeah. At the Flag Podcast on TikTok. Yeah. That's how we want you to connect with us. We'll get yeah. you set up for a tryout. Yeah. But sources are saying when they do try out, it's among the best. It's among the best, seen. and yeah. they'll, they'll look good. Yeah, yeah they will they'll, look good yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So just hit us up, guys, when yeah. the time comes. That's the NFL update. Another one in the books. Exactly. Again, we got to speed through this association. It's just on the top of our minds right now, so we're moving. <laughs> Record pace. Weekend winners and losers. Here we are. Sunday Let's night, go. another weekend in the books. It yep. was Father's Day this weekend. It fellas. was. Yep, it was. Shout out to all the great fathers out there. Yeah, absolutely. Who wants to kick us off here? I got, I got a couple here. I love so, it. For my winner, I'm gonna go with push-ups. So we saw Trey Young. It's a bit of recency bias here, but Trey Young, you know, he fell down. I think he was fouled on the play, and he put does some push-ups on the ground. And next thing we know, it's all over Twitter, all over Instagram. Just like, wow, Trey Young got knocked down. He did some push-ups. Um, and I, I just, you know, I message to like the NFL, NBA, all the sports media is like. That's not interesting anymore. Nobody wants to see that anymore. Yeah. It happens like every other game. Guys get knocked down. It's push-ups. That's just the automatic just push-ups. You know, I'm strong, big man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you can knock me down. It won't affect me. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like a little bit of like, oh, yeah. You know, like it's like a little bit of a flex. Yeah. It was interesting the first couple times, I think, you know, like 10 years ago when that was like first done. It's getting a bit old. Yeah. So well, maybe yeah, when, retire once that. NBA 2K starts making the animation yeah, yeah. in the game where yeah. it happens, yeah. it's dead, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They put the dab in in like 2K18. <laughs> yeah. And then when they tweet Super and cool. they like tweet like a million like laughing emojis, it's oh. not that funny. Like yeah. he's just doing push-ups. Like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. The Twitter loves Trey Young though. Yeah. They just they really they inhale Trey Young. <laughs> They're addicted to the Trey Young Curry comparisons. Like oh. it's. So oh, passing on the torch. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Yeah. What else you got over there? Yeah, so that was my first one. Um, my next winner would just be rappers just tweets. So Phil last week talked about the uh, baby's tweet. I did. Where they're all afraid to rap with me because yeah, I'm afraid. the best. Yep. And so keeping on like a little bit of a Father's Day theme here, we had the rapper Lil Mosey. So are you guys familiar with Lil Mosey? Not, the, not really, not but I know enough about him to know that okay. I will not listen Just to him. Just too many Lil's sure. out there. I'm kind of losing track. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Let me give like you guys in the audience a bit of a primer here. So Lil Mosey's kind of like a SoundCloud rapper. He's like a, right? He, you know, he's like really popular on TikTok. That's kind of where he got okay. his like, come up. Okay. He has a song called Blueberry Fago. He recorded it like at one of the TikTok hype houses. Oh, okay. Like yeah, Addison okay. Ray was like dancing in the mirror. Okay. And, you know what sick. I mean? Yeah. Okay. It was yeah. pretty, like, I like the song. I'm a fan. Yeah. I knew you did like yeah. that song. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, he's kind of like this, like, little, like, you know, he's a gimmicky rapper. Kinda. Yeah. He's a TikTok rapper. So, Father's Day, he says, this is out today. He says, Happy Father's Day to me because most of these rappers is my sons. Ooh. So, ooh. hot take. Okay. <laughs> a lot of confidence. Not sure. He got 500 replies, most of them very negative. And shortly after, 
deleted the tweet. Good choice. Oh, That's a good tough. choice. Yeah. So, I mean, just great winner this week was just seeing these rappers just tweet. They're just, you know, confident. They're, they're loving life, and they're yeah. just letting everybody know about it. Well, I mean, they're confident until they get 500 replies in, in 20 minutes. Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, that was probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, you know, that's they got to invent the unsend. The unsend is one of those genius buttons. You just pretend like it never happened. Yeah. It just vanishes into space. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a big one for me. Um, moving on to my losers. I'm trying to keep, you know, balance because we had a lot of Good. losers one week, a lot of winners. So I'm trying to balance it out here. Okay. Respect. Yeah. So big loser of the week, Rudy Gobert. So Rudy, man. Oh. It's been, he's been going through it a little bit. He got bounced. They had a 25 point lead on, uh, I think it was Friday and the uh, Clippers ended up coming back and beating him. So that was tough, obviously on the court. Um, and then I think it was after the game, it might've been before where uh, Draymond Green comes out in the media and he says, there's more to, there's more to play in defense than protecting the rim. Right. That's yeah. a fact. You a know, fact, right? Fact. <laughs> fact. And then KD is he goes and does his interview, or I think it's a bit older, but he talks about he says all these defensive player of the year candidates, I'm not scared to play them because they can't switch. So clear, you know, defensive player of the year. I mean, who's won all the defensive player of the years? We already know he's been flexing them. He's letting us know. Yeah, it's been oh, Rudy. Yeah. He said actually said today uh-huh. three of them are real and more are coming. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh god. <laughs> he loses the game. He's beaten down, man. Draymond says more to defense than protecting the rim, and then Katie says nobody's scared of you. Nobody's scared of you on defense. That's a tough week. So and very no, tough. He was week going for through the emotions on Twitter today. He had a couple yeah. like responding to the trolls, and it was like Rudy. Like I actually kind of felt bad for him by the end of it. I was seems like, like a nice guy. It does seem like a nice yeah. guy. Just just put Twitter down, bro. Yeah, it's not for you. Trust me, it is a vicious. Place also, for let's Rudy. not forget that he cried when he didn't get selected to the All Star game. So just <laughs> yeah. shows his toughness as he. Yeah. Yeah. On like a more serious note, I do kind of agree with that take because he does protect the rim, but at the same time, how many just terrible clips have been of, of surface of Rudy Gobert oh. just getting blended? I mean, Steph Curry put him in a frying pan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it's... happens like all the time. It's it's funny to watch. So, anyway, and I mean, like yeah. just quickly, he plays really good defense against like average centers, but like if you took Embiid and Jokic, it's not like he doesn't really like shut them down. It's they yeah. just still get whatever they want. Yeah. So if, if he was shutting them down, I'd be like, hey, holy shit. But, you know, yeah. well, he's still... locking up Andre Drummond. And, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Andre Drummond and Ivica Zubac. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. And I was watching the game with my friend Cookie, right? We were at this restaurant. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, no. we would see him, like, get rebounds, offensive rebounds. And it'd be like, he'd get it, like, on the block, the offensive rebound. And, like, he'd have Nick Batum on his back. And he'd, like, you know, turn around, like. And just pass it out. It's like he, he has no his, his offensive game is so limited. Maybe that's just the French thing. Yeah, maybe I French don't know. In, yeah. So I mean, I feel bad clowning on Gobert, dude. You're a good player. I just he's tough a good week. player, but yeah. like I don't you, think he's a guy that like you go into the playoffs and you're like I have Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I'm really confident that we're yeah. gonna win this, yeah. bro. He he was getting that treatment from the Jazz fans, and uh, yeah. uh, it's gonna be a long it's, summer. Yeah. Bro. For my last, my second loser, my last loser. So we've been covering this saga pretty, I'd say pretty in detail. The Suns in four guy. So just a recap. Suns in four, big fight. Suns in four after he punches these guys out. And then Devin Booker finds the guy, the Suns in four guy, and buys him like tickets and jerseys. He was getting the royalty yeah, treatment. He really was. There. Now there's Barstool's got shirts out and all this stuff. He's living it right now. He was at the game and like all these sports accounts were like tweeting photos of him. So he's living life. Um, but the guy he punched out was uh, in a TikTok video. I saw this, and he was he was really he was drowning. It was tough to see him like make a case for himself because, I mean, it's one of those things. The video's right there. We yeah. all saw what happened. Yeah, 
you got beat up pretty bad you ran you and your buddy ran with your tail between your legs like it's ugly to see but in the video he goes he has this giant like scratch on he has this yeah. giant cut on his face and he goes it was just a scratch like none of the punches hit it was just the last one so yeah just the last one got me and his <laughs> both eyes are black so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just he a actually scratch. said during the video if he hit me in the face i would have black eyes Dude, you have black eyes. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted, guy. Yeah. You're the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, we can see. Who are you fooling? Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, he hasn't pulled his pants up since that game. No, like, he hasn't. Sti- like, you can still see his underwear. His yeah. pants are still falling, <laughs> like, even in the chair that he's sitting in during the interview. So, let's pull our pants up, guy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And also, you don't need four watches. You don't need it. It's no. too much. Especially if you can get punched out like yeah, that, it's, dude. It's too much. It's yeah. like loading your gloves in boxing. Like, you know, when you, the guys, like, put, like, weights yeah. in their gloves it's like four watches i know that might help you punch but like you you're not doing anything like, he also said nothing. like him grabbing him by the necklace like put him at a disadvantage you had the higher ground like yeah, there's no on. disadvantage we were like, clear on this we were clear on this yeah. we made this clear we're not gonna go through babble through it again but you know you had you know, the high ground That's, if he was yeah. smart he would have came out and said the nuggets got embarrassed so i decided i would take some heat off the nuggets that's yeah. what he and then yeah. everybody would have laughed and the guy would have vanished into space but no he's got to come out and make a big deal out of all this stuff you know what we need to see is you did you guys see jokic's brothers or the Yo, brother that Yo. guy looks he looks like he's you know john wick he would be like one of the guys in john wick he's oh, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised they were in like movie like yeah. a movie for that they look scary but we need to see a fight between him and sons in four like a like a x live x type Fight, yeah. you know what I mean? That would be unreal. Wow. I don't know. I think Jokic's brother's kicking <laughs> his ass. Like, I'm not even trying to be biased. Like, uh, he looks like a gangster. Yeah, like, he does. Yeah, he's, like, he was ready to run on the he, court. He, like, doesn't have a neck. Like, his, like, <laughs> muscles are that big. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he just replaced his neck with tattoos. Yeah. 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 So, but, yeah, anyways, that's tough luck for the guy who fought the, lost the Sons of Four guy. But, exactly. Yeah. Bad week for him. Bad, <laughs> bad couple weeks. Yeah, no kidding. What you got, Alex? Uh, so, for winners... Reggie Jackson and Terrence Mann. Uh, so huge winners, huge yeah. winners, yeah. unbelievable game. One of the better games I've watched this season. It was just great to watch. Jackson got waived by the Pistons, so um, that was a couple years ago. And then Mann was also like a nobody until like two months ago. He wasn't really getting a lot of time. It's true. I only really knew Mann from when Doc Rivers would put him in for the last ten seconds of the first half to just like stand in the corner. Oh, I forgot he did. Yeah, that. Yeah, he did that every time. I'm like. Damn, this guy sucks because he has no other role than to come in for the last 10 seconds. He like, he Steve stinks. Novak. Yeah, he the got Claxton. the Steve Novak. So, um, and, and I mean, they stole the show. Critical pieces for the Clippers. Um, and I love love the playoffs for any sport, really, because you always have these unsung heroes. And I mean, Reggie Jackson and Terrence Mann are definitely those guys. Absolutely. So it was really good to watch. Reggie's going to get the max. So yep, if, yep. if Tobias Harris got it and so did Simmons, I don't see why Reggie can't. Go Spurs, go. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then like they just made, made the Jazz look dumb because Gobert said they would let Man shoot the three, and if he makes them, and if Man beats them with the three, he beats them, and he, he did. Like you yeah. guys made no adjustments. Thirty nine. Yeah, thirty nine, and no one said, you know what? Maybe we should start closing out on Man. That might be a good idea. And I mean Jackson, I said it a couple podcasts ago. He like I don't know how this happened. He just gets like any shot he wants. Yeah. He's a heat check guy. He's a heat check guy. He'll like go one on one with you. Um. And then one of the other winners, I forgot to mention this last week, but I'll still throw it in there. That's okay. During the Nets-Bucks game, I think it was game five, um, Mike Breen was talking about, you know, like Jeff Green's really difficult heart surgery and like how like it's a really, you know, tough moment. And as he was saying that, 
he just cuts and he's like he's like condition and it was really tough oh Giannis with the dunk wow I was like atta boy Mike like yeah let him know like, that's thinking on your feet right there <laughs> thinking on your feet quick transition probably a quick twitch guy so yeah. good on him um, Marv Marv was struggling though Oh, I, I thought called, Marv. I thought Marv called a good game seven for what I was expecting from Marv. That was good. Stayed in his limitations. Didn't try to deviate too guy, much. Guy, he called middle. He called Holiday Middleton like five times. <laughs> nah, he's a legend. He's a legend. I think that was his last game ever. I think he's calling one more. Credit to I you. think he's calling the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. He's calling one more. Yeah, yeah. Feels wow. like fuck. I don't want him, but <laughs> okay. That's yeah, okay. You know what? We can. <laughs> we'll take we can do round. another one. I thought that was a good way to go <laughs> we'll out for him, though. If that was it, though. Oh uh, well, he's just someone should just like nudge him, and be like, "Yeah, that's that's not Middleton, that's Holiday." Yeah, yeah. just give him a little oh. nudge. That's okay. Yeah, Smith for three. <laughs> oh, smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my loser of the week are uh, people that are always complaining that the same teams in the NBA win. So this year, uh, for the final teams left, the last team that won the title was 50 years ago, which was I believe the 76ers in like 1983. Uh, they're Rap- done. They're, oh yeah, they are done. But still. <laughs> You get my point. Raptors <laughs> won their first title uh, two years ago. Warriors won three after not winning since 1975. Cleveland won their first title in 2016. And then I guess kind of besides the Spurs and the Heat, hasn't been that repetitive. But even like the Spurs, small market gives hope to other teams. Um, just get yourself a Popovich and you're, and you're set. And like, you know, the Miami team we thought was indestructible. They only really won two championships. So yeah, that, I think that whole narrative that the same teams are winning all the time isn't that true. Let's like, go. Even the Nets also fell out. Like it's, it's true. Oh, granted, it was injuries, but like still, like there's always a chance. So I agree. Yeah, I like but, that. Yeah, I messed up on the 76ers, but still, hey, you're good. Yeah, I'm okay. That's okay. You're good. So that means work. even more than 50 years. Yeah. yeah. So it just that's like 60. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just proving my point even harder. Yeah. Let's go. Here we go. You go harder. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I got a couple winners for you here. My first winner is the children. So there was a little bit of a debate I saw on Twitter about this, but last day of school coming up for a lot of the kids out there. And happy summer for the kids, first of all. It's a good time to be alive. Enjoy it. But what I will say is, and I'll make this argument any day of the week, whenever you want, pre-grade 8, grade 8 and down, the last day of school is the peak of your life, man. Human existence. That is, you're walking on cloud nine that day, I tell you. So shout out to the kids. Well, happy last day of school. Hope it's as enjoyable because trust me, it really doesn't get to be that fun. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very jealous. I have to admit, I, I think uh, I saw some tweets out there too, just kind of referring to that. That energy is like no other. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's an unbelievable energy. I do give anything to experience that again because it's actually yeah. electric. Like, it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's the best. Day, it's the best day. So like the best moment of the summer. Like you're anticipating how good the summer is going to be. It's the best moment of the summer. You like you got all the girls signing your yearbook. Oh, you know what oh I mean. God. Everyone's just signing each other's yearbook. Cool like, activities yeah. from Dude, the morning till the bell. Watching goes. movies. It's usually a half day. Movies. Yeah. Popsicles mm. from the teachers. Yes. Candy. Like soda everything yeah. it's all there guy like you Dude, nothing I'm, else i'm literally getting like emotional wow. thinking yeah, it's actually... and the other thing you can act up like you can say whatever you want teacher's like i don't care yeah. like yeah, i'm not gonna done. get you in trouble yeah. dude remember like in the last like 10 seconds when they're like 10 Nine. Yeah. Everybody gets hyped. Yeah. The bell rings. Dude, y'all yeah. run out on the lawn. Oh, oh I think, about I think Phil's thinking this is like up, High School Musical right now or something. Yeah, like, well, that was. Though, because people are like hugging each other and stuff. Like, yeah. This is the greatest. It's like, like, this is so much fun. Wow. It's like bittersweet too because I know <laughs> grade six. Right literally crying. <laughs> like, I, know, I know grade six. I was going to a different junior high than most of my friends. So I was like, wow, I don't know when the next time I'm going to see you guys again. It was kind of tough. And then same wow, thing. Alex is just going after Same thing with grade nine too, man. 
I uh, left a lot of my buddies there at Bishop Pinkham. So a lot wow. of them went to Western. Uh, I went to another school, but uh, yeah, it's it's Alex a bittersweet. Ruthless on uh, Phil's heartstrings right now. Dude, no I'm, I'm about to tear up, but I'm going to finish the <laughs> you segment. You just dropped 48 on, on, on Phil's heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Wanda Durant right now, dude. I'm about to finish the segment, though. Yeah. Uh, my second winner is uh, the Dennis Schroeder cut. So I don't know if you guys saw, but Jalen no. Rose unveiled his new haircut, which is just the Dennis Schroeder. He's got the line all the way back. Clint oh. Capella has been rocking it. Yeah. So big stuff for the uh, Dennis Schroeder cut this week. Let's go. Jalen Rose got it? Yeah. He like just bleached his hair? Yeah, he like, did the, the, he the, did the streak. Point. Yeah. Also, quick, when we're, while we're talking about Jalen Rose, um, we get that him and Molly Kerm are husband and wife you don't have to say it every time on first take for no, Stephen dude, a and max I, kellerman that are listening I to this my, i was stunned if you're jalen dude that's a that's a flex like that's oh, crazy that's gotta, a flex but for others like we get it i don't know i don't maybe others don't but i've Stephen heard a, it so many times that i don't need to hear it again do you think Stephen a gets a little bit like like a little bit jealous yeah He's low like, key, uh, low key. Uh, he thought he had a shot there for a while <laughs> man jalen came in yeah she wanted a real ball player <laughs> <laughs> My weekend losers. Uh, my first loser is Monday night. So this is really, really maddening to me. The NBA played game one of the West Finals at 1.30 on Father's Day. Yep. That takes out about, what, half of the demographic that wants to watch your sport? Yep. The dads are busy. The kids are busy with the dads. Mm. Oh, mm. Well, for mm. most normal people, yes. Okay, finish your take. I got something to say. I got to respond. Okay. Cross that off. That doesn't uh-huh. need to be played today. Let's play it tomorrow. Instead, nothing is being played tomorrow. You know uh-huh. what else? They can't play the East Finals because there was a game tonight, so the East Finals can't play tomorrow. How about you play the East Finals game one on Tuesday and the West Finals game one on Monday yeah. so people like me, whose life depends on basketball being played at night, yeah. don't have to go a night watching eight MLB games. That's what I get to watch tomorrow. <laughs> Putting that... MLB pass to work. MLB package yeah. to work. Getting your money's worth. Yeah. So, Here's the thing with Father's Day though, is to me Father's Day is like a morning activity and a night, like a night activity. Like you, you know, you, your dad, you know, eat breakfast, whatever, open presents, do whatever you need to do. This is fair. This and then is fair. Dad, afternoon, dad golfs. Right. If he's into golfing, that's what he does. He two, you know, two, two thirty, one thirty tea time, goes out golfing, comes back, eats dinner. Like that's that's Father's Day. Like the kids' involvement is like. Morning, and then you eat dinner with your dad. Like, the afternoon, that's kind of the blank spot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. But even so, let's not play at 1.30 on Father's Day. Let's play game seven at night, and let's play game one tomorrow. No, that's fair. No, I I, I agree with Phil. Like, um, the scheduling's been, like, that was just horrible. That was terrible. Like, I I, I was still thinking about the Clippers beating the Jazz, and now I got to watch them play the, like, Suns and... I don't know. I just, you should, they should have gave it like two days to just relax. And hey, NBA, if there's any incentive, oh, I don't know. The best player on Phoenix is missing the game because he needs more time to come back from COVID. So just buy yourself an extra day. Yeah. It's more revenue. No, yeah, I I completely agree. The 132, if anything, make it like a, like, I don't know. They should have maybe. A six, well, I don't know. They should have then maybe started Atlanta 76ers earlier and then had like a double header. So then sure. these guys play in the evening. Would have been better than 1.30. Yeah. I'm still waking I up agree. eating breakfast. What's, these guys playing game one, I I don't know. I didn't even get that hype for it, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah, same. It was tough. Couldn't no, catch much of it. It's a fair point. My second loser is uh, the culture. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I did. But Are you talking about heat culture? 
Talking about Migos? No, I'm talking about Cambodia. So, oh, okay, 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 close, Whoa. close. <laughs> <laughs> Cambodian rapper Ki Sokun was jailed 18 months because he criticized the Cambodian government in one of his songs. So, Sick. guys, just trying to offer a new point of view and uh, behind bars. Yeah, there you go. So, Honestly, though, I think they're doing him a favor because a lot of rappers when they come out of jail, their their spit yeah. game just is so raw. So yes. honestly, I think this is just gonna grow him a lot. Yes. Like look yeah. at little baby. He yep. was in jail for like a while. Comes out now, he's like a star. Yeah. Now he's doing rock star commercials. Yeah. I'll be on the lookout for K. So cool. It's like it's like when you it's like going overseas yeah. for like a you know what I mean. Like if you're in school, you go like take the. Yeah, study abroad. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or you like you're pl- you come into the NBA like you're not good enough. You send you down to the D League yeah. for a bit, hone your skills. You yeah. Know what I mean, come back up after. Yeah. I have so many stories to talk about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Life experience. Honestly, those well. we've been waiting long enough. I love the NBA playoffs. This oh has God. been such a treat of a playoffs. It really has been. It it almost feels like March Madness in a way to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything can happen. Yep. This is a wide open race. No lead He's, is safe. Yep. There's leads vanishing left and right. The teams are so close. We'll recap the weekend for you quickly. Game seven, an all-timer. I would contend maybe the best game seven since 2016. We all know the 2016 game seven I'm talking about. Yeah. It was a classic. Milwaukee takes down Brooklyn on the road in overtime. And then today we saw Atlanta go into Philadelphia. Heck of a game. Yeah. But Atlanta pulls through. So two road wins. Fellas, I guess we could start with the Bucks nets game. I think that was one of the most memorable game sevens I've ever seen. One of the most memorable basketball games I've ever seen. What are you guys going to remember that game for most of all? I can remember Katie's last shot. It was so close. It was so close. I remember seeing it and I was like, that's probably a two and it was a two but i was just like i was like it was one of those times where i you you saw him take it you, you saw that one dribble spin like plant his feet you, you just, saw the ball in the air you yeah. knew it was going in yeah. you just knew it was you knew it was going in and so i i mean i feel like at the end he kind of like you were saying phil you i think you're telling me after it's just like he left he played like 50 minutes you know yeah. his legs were just gone but I would have, I'm personally, I would have liked it to end another way. But I mean, that shot's going to stick with me. The one that he made is definitely one that's going to stick with me for a long time. Such a good play. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of KD's game, um, during that final stretch before they went to overtime, because in overtime, there was only like not, there, there weren't that many baskets. It was just a couple. Yeah. But before OT, he was like getting shots where it's like your season's on the line here. Um, there's so much at stake. He's getting contested by like two guys, and it's like he's shooting free throws. Like, yeah. it's just going in every time. Um, was, it was unbelievable. The shot he hit before to tie the game, unbelievable shot. Unbelievable shot. Turns around, shoots it like like it's nothing. Just, like, most points in Game 7 history um, by an NBA player. Just un- unbelievable effort yeah. by KD. Yeah, I'm going to remember those, that toenail on the line there. Yeah. That was just... Because you knew when he took the shot, oh, he you leaves saw his hand... And everybody, I think everybody just doesn't look at the ball when it left his hand. There Immediately, everybody looking at the feet because it was like, yep. is he on the line? How close is he? And you could see in his reaction after he spins back, he watches it go in. He looks up at the ref. He sees the two, and you can see in his face, he's like, damn. Well, he, he was he, like, I wanted three. Yeah. He left it all out there for the 48. He didn't want to go the extra yeah. five. 
Yeah. I, I that was just. Well, he made the face after too. Like they showed it where he just made the face and was like, "Damn, like I really thought that was a three. And yeah. I mean, it looked like it was, but if you saw his feet where they were, it was, yeah, it was pretty clear. It yeah. Was. And great, great defense by Tucker because Tucker pushed him right back to the spot where he was like, "Okay, I can't get two. Watch this. I'm turning back and getting three. Yeah. That was just Tucker's unbelievable. I mean, to me, I think at this point in time, Katie is the best basketball player on the planet. I don't think that's a question. Yeah, I, like, I think so too. It's unbelievable. Like that gave me. It reminded me of LeBron, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, he's supposed to have a good team, but in that game, he had no help. Like he had his. I would say his second best player in that game, or the second best contributor, was probably Blake Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Blake had a yeah. great game. Blake had a good game, but I mean, Blake's not a scorer. Like Harden was so bad, so bad. He um, was horrible. Hey, is it people just now realizing this guy doesn't show up in elimination <sighs> games? But I, I watched it for years. I mean, this is just who he is. Yeah, that's I know true. he's hurt, but come on. He's got a resume now. He yeah. did it in San Antonio years in a row. Yeah. Years. And we were talking about this before the pod, but, I mean, he shot two for 12. And what he was just doing, I don't know what the strategy here was, but he would. He was the primary ball handler when they would take the ball up. And he would, lit, he would just... It, it, it takes like six seconds or seven seconds across the timeline. And then he just kind of takes it and he'll maybe like probe a little bit and then come back out. And so by the time they actually initiate an offense, like their offense, he's got like seven, eight seconds on the shot clock. And so you'll see, and then it's just KD, just take it and score. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't totally blame him for that though, because a lot yeah. of what he's there for is KD would get too tired. He has to hand the ball the whole game. Who else do you trust to take the ball up the court on the nets? Right, it's nobody. Him. So if he's out there, which he is, because he can't come out because his hamstring is going to get too tight. Right, he's got to yeah. be out there. So he's going to bring it up, and he's just out there to basically. It's like take care of the ball, don't do anything stupid. He can't be explosive, shoot. and he can't get past. Well, he they played six guys the whole game. Somebody's got to shoot. It, it's basically I can't get by you. I don't have enough lift to get a jumper. So I'm gonna hold the ball until somebody gets open, and then let's start the offense. I don't totally put it on him. Yeah, I mean, I think he can do more than just, like, maybe, because he would just isolate, maybe get, like, a high pick and roll, like, get something going. I know, but, like, driving, they were saying, like, if he drove to the basket all the time, he would have had a higher chance to injure his hamstring and stuff, just given how he'd go to the basket. I mean, he was still getting fouls regardless and going to the free throw line, which was helping them. Um, I, like, when I think back, like, I don't know if he could have done too, too much more, just, like, given his injury and stuff. Um, Yeah. It's hard to say. We don't like even know. The we don't even know. Uh, yeah. They said it was a grade two, so he can only quarterback so much. And then I guess Milwaukee was just kind of figuring it out after because, well, they didn't really change their defense too much. But no. like, still, no. Kevin Durant can only go for so much. And they, yeah. like you said, like Blake Griffin was giving them more offensively than Harden. But um, I don't know. Another thing I noticed from the game was it was just a roller coaster because I I honestly thought like the Nets were gonna win that game. I, the whole time I was thinking the Nets are gonna win. The Nets are gonna win because Milwaukee just kept making stupid like decisions and choices with the ball and out of the timeout. We'll talk about that later. But and then and then the the Bucks win. Like that's it. Like K- KD goes for that shot. I don't think it's a bad shot. Like, he's tired. Yeah. He's <clears throat> trying to get the best shot he can. He airballs it. I don't think, like, it's not a big deal. Like, Yeah, he, it, it is what it is. I think he had the same reaction, too. He was like, I think Nash said after the game, like, we can't really be upset. The, the, we played the best we yeah. could with the players we had. The guys we didn't have will be the story of why we didn't win the series. The guys that we played, we got everything we could out of them. Yeah. With the yeah. exception of number 12. 
And the ex- no, dude, no. You can't Harris. lay this at Harris's feet, man. I'm not yes. blaming him. He could have contributed way. He more, obviously he could have. The, the shot that the the, the wide, uh, the wide open, open three yeah. with a minute left yeah. in overtime is yeah. is a tough picture. That just to look sits at. doesn't sit well with me because he was getting just absolutely raked over the coals on Twitter. Meanwhile, like I don't get. Like, yeah, I get Harden was hurt, but if you're going to play, man, you have to be, don't either don't shoot 12 threes or make more than two of them. Like if you're, if you're, I just don't understand, like if you're going to play him the full game, then have some expectations that he's going to actually perform and put some points up. I don't get why we're babying, babying him here. Obviously he was coming off an injury, but if he's not, well, he's not good enough to play and contribute. Don't play him. I know, because it's not just he's like out there as a decoy. He's taking shots. He's taking a lot of them. I don't think he was, he wasn't exactly like. Yeah, but who, it, but for hardened standards, that was not a lot of shots. And like I said, they played six guys, six guys. Well, Somebody's gonna have to shoot the ball. Play seven, he can't come out. Well, then yeah. don't put him in. Okay, <laughs> well, you, okay. You then you're playing Chris Chioza. <laughs> Chris Chioza could could put could score me. No, could, Chris Chioza is losing the ball every time off his foot. Yes, because you need like because the reason we saw the reason why Harden needs to play, and that was in Game Five. He brings the ball over half, and he quarterbacks. Now, I think if yep. Harris hits 10 more threes over the span of this uh, over the span of these 7 games, I think the Nets are going to they're playing the Eastern Conference Finals now. When like fair or not, when you're 48% three-point shooter in the regular season, you can't just go cold in the playoffs and no. vanish away. No. But the fa- dude Blake Griffin was hitting more threes than freaking Joe Harris. That can't That's happen. That's ridiculous. Can't, mean, and they were getting Harris open looks. Like and, Milwaukee and, was and, comfortable and, leaving him by the end of that game. By the end of the game, yeah. They were comfortable leaving him. No. And the problem is, is like they knew they're going to Durant every time. But if like Harris hits a couple threes, then that means they have to pull back on him a little bit and honest. KD gets more space. Right. I mean, Harris, yeah, for his standards, he shot poorly. I mean, 33%. If you can get a guy to shoot 33%, that's, you know, that's better than not shooting and and when yeah and, but what was he in game five and what was he in game seven at i mean home at home i don't care i'm talking i, I don't know specifically about game five but in game seven he shot 33 percent. that's no, what i'm two saying. for 11 in game five okay so that's poor um and as over the series he might not have shot well and i'm sure he should have performed better but he d- he's not taking the amount the volume james harden is shooting james harden shot 17 field goals joe harris shot 10 he missed, like I was saying, he missed. He shot 12 threes, made two of them. That's for those math, for Fitzpatrick's son, that's 17%. And uh, I just, it's not like they, they they knew, they thought he was, you know, they thought he was healthy and fine because we saw him play extremely poorly in game five. And obviously he had a better game in game six. Uh, I would have to look at, you know, his shooting splits in that game. But it's not, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that he's not fully healthy and he's not contributing as well as he should. But th- there's got to be some sort of, I don't know. I just, I get their circumstances and I get it's tough, but I, I don't like that we're babying James Harden. I don't like that we're laying this all at Joe Harris's feet because it's not, it's not Kevin Durant's fault. It's not Blake Griffin's fault. I wouldn't say it's Bruce Brown's fault. Uh, I wouldn't say well, so I, either. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I uh, I'm okay with James taking a lot of shots. Like I, I'm he's, yeah. like he's is he not like the top ten best player in the NBA? Yeah. Like I think that's a uh, yeah. hurt or not. Yeah. Like even if if it was the other way around, if Harden was healthy and KD was at forty percent or however much he was, I'd still want KD taking shots. I don't care if he hits one yeah. or two. I want him taking shots over Blake Griffin or like even though Blake played great, but still, I'd yeah. rather go down that way yeah. than the other uh, way. That's yeah. fine. Uh, my only point just. I guess turn it off finish it off here would be if you're gonna if you're gonna shoot like a top 10 player you have to make 
shots like a top 10 player and and if you're not going to do that you have to be held accountable for it and you have to be your feet have to be held to the fire whether you're injured or not because sure you're injured you're healthy enough to play three okay. games in a row okay. and play full minutes in all those games but joe so. harris was a top one three-point shooter in the I regular agree. season i agree so and i'm not why taking is he not being held accountable he should be held accountable but i mean he's not taking like i said he's not relied on to the extent that james harden is and he obviously didn't take the amount of shots that he did and he didn't shoot as poorly as he did 33 percent is like i if that's the the number where they say you know what it's better to shoot threes than a, a three than a two if you can make them at 33 yeah. percent that's yeah. what they say and so he shot you know if, if the, like in baseball they have replacement players a 33 percent that's a replacement level three-point shot pursuing percentage but, but he doesn't he doesn't have any other tangible ability on I, the am, offensive I agree end, so he needs to be above average there i agree I agree with you because he can't dribble. I agree. <laughs> I Joe agree. Harris He's burning limited. jersey stuff—that's kind of much. Like yeah. that's yeah, a that's little. Too you guys much, didn't but lose the Why do you have a Joe Harris jersey? Like, <laughs> and I have <laughs> a Joe Ingles jersey. Yeah. But why do you have Trigger's a Joe a Harris jersey? Yeah. Don't put him in the same sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we talk about the Bucks quick though? Like, yeah, how absolutely. confident are you guys going? Like with the Bucks going into the Eastern Conference Finals now against Atlanta? Um, we'll see how it goes. But like I said. I I still don't have like a great confidence in the Bucks, just given how many mistakes they're making. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis played an unbelievable game. I'm not gonna talk about Giannis because he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Middleton was kind of okay. He kind of came on in the second half. Actually, him and Harris, uh, him and Holiday were like four for very bad, thirty very, or four for twenty two in the first half. Something like that. That can't happen. Yeah, I trust Middleton more, but Holiday was also garbage during that entire game and in the last five minutes he like hit two shots which was great that's fine i still don't have a big like confidence in in holiday and then bud to dude like you call a timeout and then you draw like to win the game and you draw a playoff for brooke lopez and you didn't tell him <laughs> hey brooke if you get the shot and no one's around you just shoot it dude it'll give us a chance don't let the time expire with the balls in your hands man like what are you doing <laughs> not only that he tried to pass there was yeah. two seconds on the shot clock yeah. i don't know what he was doing he you held just, it for literally 1.5 and then went to pass you just didn't want the you just yeah he was just like that was a man who was so scared he was oh, terrified. He, was afraid. he yeah. was terrified and he saw chris middleton he saw he's like bail me out yeah. that's what it was and <laughs> i will say though on the last play i think the mistake was more on the pass the, i'm talking about the play with one second after kd hit the shot yeah milwaukee had it on the side they threw the play to Giannis oh, with the fadeaway on was... the block but i didn't hate the play it was the way the guy passed if he threw it straight on in a liner he had a lane to go up like straight away but he lobbed it so he had to fade back off the block and seal the guy mm-hmm. okay but with the two timeouts regardless I, I don't like get the ball to any guy a holiday middleton or Giannis, or better yet i'd pr- try and get it to Giannis and just go to the bucket though mm-hmm. like just try and get fouled and then you win the game at the free throw line yeah 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 i agree they i don't know why they don't trust Giannis to get to the rim at the end of games i just don't really like in the playoffs they haven't it's either been middleton or we saw Giannis take a pull up which is like he'll shot. get the like he'll get the call like yeah. it's Giannis. Yeah. like he'll he'll get or he'll the just call. score it um and he started shooting his free throws a little bit better i guess in the in the second half yeah much better um, good cool was cool by the fans actually counting that was pretty sick yeah they were but, going fast one two three four five they were going fast once again if we're gonna roast Boonhoser for not changing anything up we gotta roast them too because it's you true. have to change something up i was i was talking with uh my my family there i would have instead of constantly starting at one two three you should have started at like five 
And then by the time he shoots, you're at like 16. And then he's like, whoa, how am I at 16? Like, yeah. you know, you psych him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. sense of overrated, yeah. something like that. Just mix it in. Yeah. Maybe Thanasis is better. You yeah, know, yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. Random it's like, chance. There's this, did Hugh ever tell you that story? So we have a friend named Hugh and his sister played like high school basketball. And there's a story where she's playing basketball, right? This and, is an all-timer. <laughs> and she's, she's like a s- smaller girl, right? So she's, plays, she's playing point guard. And so she's taking the ball down the floor, right? It's like the end of like a quarter, getting towards the end of a quarter, right? And she's playing on the road. And so the crowd starts chanting, like counting down the clock. But they're counting it down wrong, like three, two, one. There's like 10 seconds left or whatever. So they're like three, two, one. She just heaves a half court shot with like five seconds, like ten seconds left on the clock. <laughs> Air balls it, just a horrible shot. <laughs> and then they just come back down with the ball. It's just See? brutal. It works. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> Getting in their heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it's all dude. about. Yeah. I, as far as having confidence in them going into next round, I don't. I think they're so far and away the most talented team yeah. left that it doesn't really concern me that they're like playing the Hawks because who on the Hawks is going to stop Giannis? But they're dumb. I've said it a hundred yeah, well, times. That's a concern. They're just dumb. I still think they're probably the favorites to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But this is not like a convincing, oh, yeah, like they'll get it done. It's more of a, well, they have like crippling, crippling problems that could do them in. But yeah. I still trust their talent more than anybody else's. Do you think like Tucker can handle Trey Young? I, I think it's a little different, like guarding KD. Like they're both big guys. Uh, KD's got a great handle, but like just Trey Young's just way like I think he's way quicker. shiftier. I wouldn't, shiftier. I wouldn't put him on Trey Young. I will put him Holiday. on like Bogey, mm-hmm. and let's let's try to get that going. And Drew Holiday can get yeah. uh, or Herder, I guess. Herder, oh, PJ cook Herder stopper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they we, might even put him on John Collins, honestly. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, uh, we can do that. Philadelphia Hawks game seven now. Yeah. Little natural transition there with the it was the herder game. I it thought was. he uh he kept him afloat for a long way. He finished did. with twenty four. Uh pretty impressive victory on the road. For me, I think that was more of an indictment on Philadelphia's roster. Absolutely. And I know they have the Daryl came in and Maury's the operator of what they're doing there. And I know that he didn't have exactly a long off season and he kinda wanted to see what he had, but I would be surprised if there weren't some bigger changes made to their whole roster this offseason. Yeah. Because this is, I think, year four or year five of Simmons and Embiid together. There's no reason to believe that those two are a good pairing. No. I don't believe mm-hmm. in my mind. And they don't have any secondary scoring or playmaking. Seth Curry should not be that important to your offense. Seth yeah. Curry cannot play defense. You, they were going offense-defense the whole series. They don't have consistent guys. I said at one point during the game, they're missing Danny Green. Yeah, That's how bad it was looking for them. Yeah. They just don't have enough confident role players who are able to step in and give them quality minutes. And if they do, they're one-sided. They can only play defense. They can only play offense. Yeah. I agree. Um, so let's take – we'll just assume Embiid's staying. Yeah, you would I don't think ever, it, like yeah. that's just a guarantee. Yeah, I'm moving him. Um, and then you look at Simmons and Harris. Now – I mean, I'd expect them to make big changes too, but like, what what can you actually do? Like yeah. Simmons, the one so that's Simmons' there. value before, like around the Harden stuff, was way higher than it yeah. is now. His value now is like it's an all time. It's, it's like Porzingis level, I think. Like I don't like yeah. Simmons brings you no value anymore. Like GMs are watching the playoffs, like they're watching oh, yeah. this and they're seeing this guy have no impact in the playoffs. That's not great. Harris, I don't know, man. Like he. 
he's been better this season, but his contract, he should, he's a good player, but he should not have the max. Oh, like, for Elton sure. Brand but, hasn't done a great job. Just hand, like he's handed out a lot of money to guys that don't shouldn't be making. He that signed much. that horrible Horford contract that we'll get to. He signed that, but I will say the one that's sitting there that I think makes the most obvious sense, and I'm sure it'll be talked about a million times, is McCollum for Simmons, because I don't see why Portland wouldn't do that. Portland's not going anywhere. This is their chance to get a number one pick, and they need defensive help. He's maybe the best defensive player in the whole league. Philadelphia needs another creator. Mm-hmm. That one's sitting there, and I think it makes the most sense for both sides. That's the obvious one, but I'm sure there's other things that they're going to look to do because even that wouldn't change the destiny of the team, I don't think. I think C.J. McCollum's an upgrade, but I think I think the 76ers need to make a move more than Portland does. I think Portland's still kind of okay running it back with C.J. and Dame. And a new coach. And a new coach. That's mm-hmm. fine. They'll, they'll give that a try because... Um, I think if that trade does happen, I think Philadelphia overpays. Which, but that, I think that's the only way the trade gets done. They need to give well, them like that's a boatload of first-round picks too, and like a prospect. Like, I don't think that's easy to get that done. So yeah, yeah. This reminds me a little bit of Toronto, where they were they've been on the cusp for so long. It's like at this point, you kind of get tired, kind of where the Bucks have been. And in this situation, I think you either got to GM's got to go, coach's got to go, or you got to shake up something with the players. And I don't think Doc goes anywhere. Only because one year. He's not yeah, going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. And Daryl's not going anywhere. Yeah, and, no. yeah, exactly. So I think the only option, like we're all saying, is, is they got to move somebody. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I guess I echo like what um, Alex is saying is I don't know. Those contracts are horrendous. Like MB, or sorry, not MB. Simmons' contract is so difficult to trade. It's like you're saying it's Porzingis level. 40 million a year and I think four yeah. years left. All like right. I would argue Porzingis has the worst contract in the NBA, but. Simmons, Simmons is getting is, close. Simmons is up there. Like it's 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 brutal, and and they're in a t- situation where, you know, they might make a lat like there. It might be a situation where their only option is to make like a lateral move, like a CJ for Ben Simmons, because it's just going to be hard to get any other value for anybody else. Like that might be the only thing they can do. And it's got to be dollar in, dollar out. Yeah. Because yeah. That's the only way to make it work. They don't have yeah. that free agent money. Yeah. But uh, like the positive thing for them is a lot of the guys they have are still younger. Maxi was really good. Mm-hmm. Maxi gave him a lot of good minutes. Just shake, shake. I kind of like shake. shake I love too. shake. He's <laughs> great. Yeah. So I like. It's not like they don't have pieces, and it's not like it's a hopeless future. But true, the core really needs to get shaken. Yeah, up. but well, they got the to get going here because yeah, one of the guys I don't know fun. how many. So so say we go the next five years. I don't know how many of those next five years Embiid's going to be completely healthy and play the entire right. season, not get injured fair, in the playoffs. Very fair. This playoffs, he had that, uh, I, I think it was an MCL tear. He still played through it. Dude, when you have a healthy Embiid, you got like you got you to gotta win. Like you got to win. I, the older he gets, I don't think it's going to get easier. And another thing I saw too, which is just ridiculous, shows Simmons' value on the court. They have to play Embiid out. Like, yeah. he has to come out for Simmons to have a spot on the offense where Simmons is playing, like, in the key, and then Embiid has to draw out and, like, shoot threes and, and, and yeah. jumpers. Like, it's, ridic- yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, watching him on offense, they're playing five on four. That's yeah. what they're doing because they'll, they'll run the same thing. Like, like whoever's handling the ball will, you know, have it, and then Simmons will come up and he'll usually set a screen, and he'll just roll to the dunker spot, and he'll just stand there. Yeah, He'll stand there the whole possession won't usually get rebounds so just wait shot go up 
and he'll run back on defense and they'll run that every time because he is incapable of doing anything on defense on offense he's the most, just useless the most telling part of this game was i think at nine minutes left in the fourth it was tied or it was very it was a one-point game it was very close and doc put thibel and simmons together for i think it was five minutes and they were trading punches. It was not a lot of baskets being scored because Philadelphia was able to get stops with both of them on the floor, but they were literally playing two and a half on five on <laughs> offense because their only thing they could run was Curry dribble handoff, Embiid yeah. backdoor back to Curry, try uh-huh. to get something free because those two are sieves. They weren't even guarding them. Yeah. They can't be out there together, but he knew the only way I can stay in this is if I'm holding them down and praying that Embiid is scoring every yeah. time he gets the ball. That was the telling stretch of the season for me because then when they get down, they can't get stops because they have to take one of them out. Yeah. And at this point, Thibault is almost a more useful offensive weapon yeah. than Embiid is. Like, he can at least hit the odd three. Like, yeah. Embiid is, you're paying this Simmons, guy 100. Simmons. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Simmons. Embiid, yeah. It's a different story. You're great. Yeah. yeah. No, no, this is not. We were a Embiid podcast for sure. But, um, yeah, you're paying this guy $177 million and he's scoring you five points in a game seven. Or four points. It's unacceptable. Three shots in the fourth quarter of the entire series. Yeah. And we haven't even talked about the dunk that he passed off. I also like if they do trade for CJ, I still don't think that like gets them a title. I don't think CJ's a guy where like like what Owen was saying when Toronto you get Kawhi Leonard, but like you get CJ, I don't know. I just think like how Curry was playing in the playoffs, I think that's kinda what you're gonna get from CJ. Like I don't yeah, better ball handling. Better, better ball defense. handler, but I don't think it's like uh wow, like this now we're now we're talking. They should have traded for Harden. They should have traded for yeah. Harden. Yeah. Um a lot of people think they had that wow. in the bag and then the Nets just panicked and offered I don't, a lot more. But I don't, I don't think the Houston was trading him to, to Philadelphia. For Maury, yeah. To, I don't to, think that that was ever gonna happen. So I think that's why they didn't do it, because look at the trade they t- took. People, they work in the NBA. There's no freaking chance that you would take the Nets package over yeah. what the Sixers were offering at the yeah. time. The only reason you would do that is if you had instruction, hey, yeah. he's not going to Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can I add my Raptors tidbit here? Uh, all three teams that were interested in Lowry, the Lakers, the Heat, and the 76ers, out. It's, just saying, used just them. saying, they could have oh, used them. They all could have used a, a point guard. But yeah, all right. Do you think there's any way that Simmons could? Rehabilitate his career. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. not. What do you think? So, if he does, if he's not doing it now, dude, what makes you think he's gonna do it? Like, yeah. Because he his uh, to come this far and to be that effective, uh, at, least, at least on defense. But to come this far, he's great in transition, great with the ball. Yeah. To come this far without knowing how to shoot, it literally is such a simple fix. Like if you even get even. To twenty eight percent, thirty percent, and you're taking him. Uh, that's a big ask, dude. I don't know. Like you he's can still, practice in he's the still in his you, low twenties here. You can practice 24. all you want in the off season, but when like when when it's game time and guys are contesting your shots and stuff, I, I like just when you look at his shot, it, it's 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 terrible. Like it's it's terrible. Well, you yeah. put me on the record right now. If I'm Orlando, if I'm an irrelevant team out there, I don't know why I always say Orlando, but <laughs> if I'm an irrelevant team, I am. I am offering for him right now. So I'm you think I, it is a, it is well worth the shot that he could at least figure it out. And this team is not built for Ben Simmons. It's just not. The pieces around him are not built to make him succeed. He's obviously not helping making the team succeed, but the pieces on the team aren't built around him. If he, you got to a team that said, okay, we're committed to you, you play the way you play and we'll help you out, what do you have to lose? You're in a relevant franchise. This yeah. is your one chance to get a star. I know, but okay, but look at this. Ben Simmons was on the 76ers and 
during the whole season, everyone thought they were title contenders. And he's been on this title contender for a really long time, and he's never taken his game to the next level. So now he's going to go to an irrelevant franchise like Orlando, and now they're going to convince him to start shooting and become a better player. I don't get, yeah. like, you well, have Joel Embiid as your center. You have Doc Rivers as your coach. or I mean, Great players surrounding you. Tobias Harris, and not one offseason where you like, Kate, I really need to, like, if, if I can average, like, 10 points a game, I think I can make a real difference. Yeah. Even the Toronto series, it was freaking crap, and... All these like embarrassing playoff losses still hasn't like gone to back to the lab to fix figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who has done that? Who has been completely ineffective from three or even yeah. from mid range and has figured it out? I mean, you guys got got like centers like Brooke Lopez who just were like, like I can sh- I can shoot now. It's the way the NBA is going, and they just start shooting. But I mean, you got guys like Giannis hasn't figured it out. DeRozan yeah. he showed. You know, he had glimpses where he's starting to develop a three-point stroke. Yeah, Jimmy Butler would be in there, too. Not in there. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. But I would yeah, say but that's if... different, though. Like, Jimmy Butler and DeRozan, I think, the whole game is just the two. Like, there's no reason to have them take threes. Yeah, that's I mean, true. But I'll say, if, if somebody is going to do it, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you bet on him to do it? He clearly is a very talented basketball player. He's the number one pick in the draft. He's come all this way without being able to shoot the ball at all. Why wouldn't you bet on him to do it? If you have nothing to lose is what I would do. Okay. This is values never going to be lower than this. Yeah. If I was a bad yeah, team, I would trade for this. I, I would just do it. Yeah, but guy, like you he's don't... making 40 mil. And if it goes yeah, south, that's you, shit. Who are you going to pay 40 mil to? You're the Magic. Yeah. If you're a team like the Magic, I don't. I see that there's a lot of up to, upside there. Unless you become really good really quick yeah. somehow. And this could also, if you don't, if he doesn't get the wake-up call now, after everybody's going to be talking about him for the next two oh, months, yeah. and he's probably going to get traded. If that doesn't wake him up to say, okay, I gotta, I gotta pick myself up now, then it'll never happen. Because this is, this is good. Like we said, this is the lowest value he's ever had, and this is the low point of his career so far. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't tell him, hey, I gotta change some things up then it'll never happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's make or break yeah. for Ben Simmons. But the East Finals now said we ignored the Hawks, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> uh, but quickly on the Hawks, I'll, I'll, I'll give <laughs> them some go. credit. Let's give Phil. Uh, I just thought they were better. They had better basketball players than the Sixers. I know yeah. that sounds weird, yeah. but I said to Owen, the yeah. Sixers have, what, three of the best 11 players in this series? Yeah. Atlanta has good good quality role players, and yeah. Yeah. they don't even have DeAndre Hunter, who's like the third best player on the team. Or Cam Reddish. Yeah, or, or Cam Reddish, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I was pretty impressed by them. Young obviously had a horrible game, but the fact the other guys were able to say, hey, don't don't worry, we'll pick you up, that, that's pretty impressive. Collins yeah. was great. Werder was obviously great. Uh, for them against the Bucks, though, I still think it's going to be close. I, I'm not ready to write. I'm not saying there's no chance Atlanta wins. Uh, I'll, take, I'll make my pick right now. I'll do it. I'll stand up. I'll take uh, Milwaukee in six. That's what I'll do. Wow, I could see the series being a sweep for Milwaukee, but I could also see it going like seven. So I'm going to go, I'm going to take, you know what? My picks have almost all been wrong all the way through. So I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm going to go Atlanta in seven. I'm going to take Atlanta in seven. There you Um, go. You said it could be a buck sweep and then you pivoted (laughs) to Atlanta in seven. That was, All my picks have been wrong, so I'm uh, going to go opposite of my instincts. That was electric. I'm going to go, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be bucks in seven. Um, because I think there's just going to be games where McMillan's just going to outcoach Budenholzer because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think Nash was at the level where he could do that. I think McMillan's going to pounce on Budenholzer's stupid mistakes. I don't trust the Bucks too much, I have to be honest. Um, they didn't win, win over my confidence, like I said. And uh, 
I don't know, man. Atlanta's won. They've won two series. Um, I don't think they're scared of anything. They went to MSG, uh, won a couple games. They won a couple games in Philly. So I think these guys have swag. They have confidence. They they do great. Yeah. yeah. And they love McMillan, man. You, I heard just listening to Kevin Herter in the post game interview. Rachel Nichols is like, when did you guys like think you were in it? And he's like, when Mac came in, we like he said head of the snake. We felt like like we believed that we could get it done. Yep. So I mean, credit to him, dude. They've he's a clearly somebody they really respect and you know he's turned the team around so. i also just quickly i said that the 76ers are frauds and i was right about you that. did you alex, are unbelievable. alex has been on fire this yeah. has been this summer of alex this has been <laughs> unbelievable also i just if anyone hasn't been keeping track i have i predicted a buck suns final at the beginning of the again. playoffs at the beginning of the playoffs this was all fair and square Bucks are in the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. Suns are in the Western Conference Finals. So and we we laughed and, uh, and we, they laughed. If you go back and listen to it, I think it was like episode three or yeah. four. Owen and I are literally laughing. Yeah. The, he said, "I'm taking the Suns," and both of us did the huh, scoff. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll and post up. a TikTok about it. Yeah. I will. If it happens, I'll post a TikTok, like the, and I will brag so forever. Flashback. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, West. Well, uh, we saw game one today between uh, Phoenix and the Clippers. Decent basketball game, I thought. A game of runs. Clippers showed some heart, came back there, made it close. Uh, Phoenix is a heck of a team. Phoenix is yeah. not going to bow out of this easy, and they're not afraid to get punched. That's what I like the most about the Suns. Booker was fantastic. Clippers threw him some haymakers there at the end, and they were just well. They threw some haymakers from the higher ground, and the Suns still won it. Eh? Yeah, that's that's exactly what it sounds like. Hey, okay? uh, for this series, I. I'll take the Suns in six. It all sort of depends on Kawhi. I think even if he did come back, which I think is a stretch, but even if he did come back, I don't think he'd be 100%. Clippers have shown some real heart. They've won over yeah. my respect. Yeah. So I just I don't think they've got the horses to get there. Uh, I'm going to go Suns in six, too. Um, I just... Uh, they, they've let a lot out in the in the Dallas series and the Utah series down 2-0 twice. Um, and I think Phoenix is just a little bit more prepared. They got a little bit more of a killer instinct than Dallas and Utah do. So, um, and, and they, they beat them without Chris Paul. So once Chris Paul comes back, it's a whole new ball game. And I don't know if I have confidence in that fact that Leonard's going to come back. I agree. It reminded me a little bit of when, when he got hurt against Zaza, they didn't rule him out right after. They yeah. always said game time decision, game time decision. Yeah. I yeah. think that was sort of his request. Like, hey, it depends on the day. If I'm feeling good, I'll, I'll get in I'll there. But there. I think pretty clearly that, the chances are low yeah yeah i mean i said this a few weeks ago maybe like a month ago i think uh i I was i'm definitely a big chris paul fan and i've been on the kind of the bandwagon but i think he's become very overrated in uh, a lot of nba circles i think that uh today kind of showed it i mean if your phone just caught fire that was it's nothing (laughs) you did it was just his take right i mean i'll reiterate what i said before in the bubble they went 8-0 without chris paul they uh, have done very well, obviously, this season with him. And, you know, he's been hurt and he was out uh, today and they didn't miss a beat. And the Clippers aren't, a, they're not a slouch team, man. They're a good team. Um, and nobody, I'm looking at their stats right now. I mean, Paul George had 34, shot 46% from three. Um, you know, they shot really well as a team. You know, you got contributions all down the lineup from guys like Boogie Cousins had. Uh, 11 points Rajon Rondo had eight points you know they were getting contributions it wasn't like they played a bad game but uh you know Booker is the heart and soul of this team he's the best player on this team and I agree I think 
he is much more valuable. So, and when I say much more, I mean significantly more valuable to this team than Chris Paul is. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's – I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't think that's debatable. Obviously, Chris Paul helps the team, but uh, I think his impact has been very overrated, and I think we're seeing it now. I think we'll continue to see it. So I got uh, I got Suns in five. Suns in five. Okay. There we go. Just slander Chris Paul for two minutes <laughs> yeah. and then just pick the Suns to lose one game. <laughs> that, that, was, that was quite a segment right there. <laughs> We'll switch our gears over. We had the first trade of the offseason. Uh, it was a bit of a money dump from the Celtics' point of view, but quickly I'll run it down. If you missed it, Kemba Walker and the 16th pick to Oklahoma City for Al Horford and Moses Brown. Alex and I's boy, Moses Brown. Oh, great player. We're Moses Brown Hive over here. But uh, Walker has two years left on his deal, about 37 mil a year. Horford has two at about 27. But the second year of Horford, you can buy out for basically nothing. So. Okay. Celtics don't really have to commit to that too much. Basically just the first-round pick because Presti is addicted to first-round picks. Yep. Got to keep stacking those in OKC. <laughs> yep. You guys think anybody won this trade really or just sort of a swap in the plates here? Uh, I don't know how much I love it for Boston. I don't think it's like a genius trade. Um, I get that Stevens and Walker had a rift there. I get, I get Walker's injuries they kind of think he's like a Przingis. I, I wouldn't have, I don't know. I haven't watched too much Celtics basketball this year. I wouldn't have mind just keeping him maybe like an extra year or two. I don't think he's that bad. Um, but they, they did give a lot for the, for, um, for Oklahoma to take Walker and they're bringing back Al Horford, which is kind of weird. I don't think mm-hmm. Al Horford's that great. I guess they need a center. Yeah. And he's 36. He's 36. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I think if I'm gonna pick who I like to trade for more, I I like it more for Oklahoma because they're just gonna yeah. they're just gonna make Walker like not CP3 like redemption, but like I think they'll up his value for sure. Yeah, yeah. he has the talent to do it. Yeah, it tells you. I think it tells you a lot about what Brad Stevens said about Horford and and Kemba. Yeah, I think that, that's what it tells I me. Completely agree. Yeah, he might. You know, like you were saying, there must have been a, a some sort of rift there with Kemba because that was that's a quick turnaround. He's been GM for like what two weeks now? Like two yeah. weeks, yeah. And and the, he pulled he the trigger wait. fast, yeah. Yep. yeah. And he brought his Horford back, so I mean, obviously, he thinks Horford's valuable for the team, which is interesting. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented to have a coach become a GM like this. So I'm, I mean, maybe he knows, you know, looking at these decisions from the perspective of a coach, he's able to analyze things differently. Maybe so. I mean, I'm interested to see how it plays out from a personnel perspective. Just looking at the picks and like the actual mechanics of the trade, I kind of tend to agree with Alex. You do a first round pick is is, you know, it's a lot to give up, you know, to make to, so 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 that the Thunder take Kemba. It's on a back end one. It's, it's right in the middle too. Yeah, it's, it's right in the middle. And what I'm saying also is, like, I don't think Kemba's like a, a a garbage player. Like, I think he can still bring you some value. Yeah, his contract's big, but you look at other guys. We were just talking about Simmons, Harris. There's a lot of not so great contracts, but I think I think this was more of a like a rift thing. Than, than anything else I just don't think the personalities matched yeah, yeah I think I, I think you're think you're right on both but I still think the contract sucks like I think yeah. it's a brutal contract because I think he's he's just not healthy anymore yeah, I think bad. Charlotte Charlotte letting him go was a big telltale he was the whole franchise and Charlotte looked at it and said yeah you know what let's just go with Terry Rozier like I think they knew something that we didn't know about his long-term health but with that said I, I like it for Oklahoma City still like you said they're they they got nothing to lose. No, mm-hmm. no. They just got young guys. He's a veteran. He'll help out. 
And if he plays well, they can trade him for exactly what they just did with Al Horford. They got Al Horford in a first-round pick. They trade Al Horford to get yeah. another first-round pick. Yeah. They're just going to keep shipping him in, shipping him out. If yeah. that's, they did it with CP3, did it with Danny Green, did it with Al Horford now. Just make sure you cash in, though, one time because yeah. like, you can only have, like, 12 guys on the bench. so You don't want to because Oklahoma City doesn't want to look at this like the Celtics now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ten years down the line, interesting trade though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, in the NBA, the draft lotteries this week. It's on Tuesday, so I don't know why, but this is like one of my favorite random events on the NBA calendar. Great. I yeah. just love the draft lottery. Yeah. Like the, it's like a must-watch event. For yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just seeing like who each franchise has picked to represent them. Most of the time, it's a GM, but you get the odd kid, like the son of the or Cavaliers the, owner. Yeah. Or the NBA legend. Or the NBA legend. I don't mean the, to spoil, but. Houston is sending Hakeem. I, oh, I know. Wow. That. <laughs> Shocker. That's, yeah. It's going to, I'm definitely going to watch that. So, um, my birthday's on Tuesday. So that's really? the draft no way. Happy birthday. And, wow. uh, wow, the only thing I want is a top three pick for the, for, for the Raptors. So NBA, Adam Silver, if you're listening to this, just, that's my only wish. I got the odds for you right here. Yeah. So the Rockets, Magic and Pistons have the highest chance, 14%. Thunder and Cavs have 11 and a half. Timberwolves have nine, and your Raptors have seven and a half. So you're not out of it. You're no, you're no. right in the thick oh, of yeah. things yeah, in the fade for Cade. Yeah. Oh, and if we get like who who do you want? Cade. Do yeah, want fade Cade. for Cade. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Cade. Give me Cade. Cade. If Give we don't Cade. get Cade though, who else would you like? I kind of want Davion Mitchell. I just think he's a baller. I don't care how old he is. Really? Like Raptors have drafted older guys and they've developed into great stars. So, um, I kind of like I kind of like Suggs. I, I would Suggs say Suggs. Got some swag, man. I'm not big on Suggs, but that's okay. why. Why not? I don't know. I just. It's kind of know. a good draft, Jalen Green. Yeah, Evan Mobley. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. not like the best I've ever seen, but yeah, it's still Decent. fun. I'm gonna say, I think, I don't know why, but I think the Thunder winning would be super fun. I just feel like that team would be so random. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have Kemba, Cade Cunningham, Shea, Lou <laughs> Dort. It'd be oh, kind of so watchable. Guards. So many yards. Nasty, I also, um, if Houston falls out of the top three, uh. I got, the, yeah, uh, I got Oklahoma that gets their pick, and it, then if if they go out the top four, it goes to Oklahoma City. And if, if Minnesota's out the top yeah, three, yeah, it goes, it to, goes Golden. to Golden State. Yeah. And if Chicago's out the top three, it goes to Orlando. Wow. So those are the those are the stipulations. Look at that prepared over here. Wow. I, I think, knew that was coming up. Like if Golden State gets that pick, I I don't know. I think you trade it. I think yeah. you package that with like Wiseman. Get a For real some, star. Get a yeah. real guy. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Holy. Just oh, a taller D'Angelo one. Russell. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I like dude. Russell. I don't. <laughs> I played some. <laughs> there, that's, a, that's a good trade off there. Just another great week in the association. You'll love it. Unbelievable. So much to talk about. Yeah. It was great. What are we watching this week, fellas? We do this every Monday. Send you the week. Something to look for. I can lead you off this week. Uh, because I have no NBA to watch on Monday. Thanks, at NBA. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be watching the Dodgers and the Padres. So they're back for a three-game set, Monday, okay. Tuesday, Wednesday. It's in San Diego. Really enjoyed their last series. So yeah. I'm going to be on this one. And it's on late at night, which is perfect for me because I'm a bit of a night owl sometimes. I've got it up on the side there. I like to check it out. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Padres yeah. had a sick win last week. I think it was against the Reds. It was just a fantastic <laughs> game. I watched the end of that because, you know, late night hive. So I'm going to be watching that this week. And I'm going to probably watch the same thing. There you go. Yeah. Jays are uh, too tough for me to watch right now. I'm trying to, you know, positive vibes in my life. Like, I don't need that right now. So, you know, today, though. Yeah, win yeah, today and win yesterday. But 
It was against Baltimore. It was like half a win. And if you're down seven three in the ninth and then come back to win, it's like oh, it's dude. like not really a win. We've done so bad, man. It's bad. It's really bad. We did this dude, last week. The Yankees, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we did this. Last, we, we'll we'll reconvene on Thursday yeah. for some Blue Jays discussion. Hopefully, we can like actually have something to celebrate, dude. Something to cheer about. Yeah. yeah. Well, we beat the Orioles twice, so let's there you go. It's the Orioles. There so. you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be watching F1. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, the show? No, like F1 formula racing. Yeah, like the show on Netflix. About Maybe I should. I don't know. I'm trying to actually educate myself a little on F1. I am I, too. A lot of people on TikTok are just like, you got to get in on F1. And when someone tells me I need to get in on a sport, then I actually believe them. So let's actually do this book club. We've said book club a couple of times, uh-huh. but the F1 show on Netflix, it's kind of like a... Uh, hard knocks but for F1 it's yeah. actually very interesting I watched the first episode haven't got back to it but I definitely want to watch more episodes so you know what let's let's we'll, bookmark this we'll and let's watch yeah. it at some point when the sports calendar dies I think out. so yeah yeah. we're like some big F1 drivers Uh, Lewis Hamilton is like the GOAT I he's like Michael Jordan no he's F1 so you gotta watch the show. You gotta watch I'm the show. I'm way out of the show. Yeah, because yeah. apparently it's really fun. So F1. Okay. No, gonna... I've seen their trainings. Their trainings are unbelievable. How because do you train? oh, if you haven't seen their training, so they sit in like this really big chair, and basically it's just like neck exercises the whole time. So like they strap like these like things around your head, and then because apparently when you turn really fast, it's called like G's. I don't know. Maybe for my engineers out there, they could probably explain this better. But like like g's are going through your head like just the force that you're like turning with so it like this machine like pushes your head and then you have to resist with your neck it, it's insane so it like pushes you to the left and you have to resist right and then it pushes you to the right and you have to resist left with your head and then same thing while you're steering it's not a normal car steering wheel the steering wheel's like like 500 pounds and you're trying to like push it because so many g's are going through you that's all I heard. It's just G's wow. going through. You. I would have thought it would have wow. been like just play Forza on like the Xbox. Yeah, Forza Horizon. That's yeah. a great game. It's a great game. What I'm actually going to watch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no NBA. Going to watch some hockey. You're going to catch up on that because I haven't caught any games. So Tampa and uh, the Islanders should be good tomorrow. And uh, Euros. Got like four games on Monday. Should be good. Um, last last uh, round of matches before groups. Uh, until group stage ends and then round of 16 starts. So it'll be good. Some good stuff. Yeah. And some later starts now. Some 10 a.m.s for us. Some 10 a.m.s. Uh, I hate the 7 a.m.s, man. It's too early. Yeah. 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 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. Those are the best. Euros. We love it. Yes, sir. We'll send you home. Well, hot take of the week to finish you off. You know the drill. The hottest takes from the internet, from everybody out there. I'll bat lead off this week. Uh, before game seven of the Hawks Sixers, uh, there was a video tweeted of Ben Simmons practicing some jumpers pregame. Don't know if you guys saw this. They were like some oh, ten, I've seen some it. mid-range jumpers. He was just putting them up there. None uh, of them going in, but yeah. Yeah, but it, you know, it's like warm up. You just you're, you're warming yourself up. You're shooting. Yeah. This guy responded, "WTF? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Is an elimination game the time to try a failed experiment?" Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Is Doc's game plan to win or lose on a Ben Simmons jumper? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, It's warm up, man. And I don't think Doc Rivers was going out there saying, hey, Ben, work on your 10 footers. We're going to need those tonight. Yeah. What does he want him to do? Just do like the the gorilla drill? Yeah. You know that yeah, one? Yeah. You're down. Uh, Suicides. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I've seen a lot of fans take player uh, warm-ups really seriously. Um, 
But one that was kind of true was um, the Lakers were playing game six in L.A. And during the second half, you know, the players come out to warm up. Uh, Drummond was taking three-point shots. And they're like, that yeah, was... the Lakers aren't, like, serious about winning this game. Yeah, like, yeah. That's <laughs> LeBron true. told them, I'm, I already booked my vacation. So, yeah, yeah, just pack it in, boys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dre, go shoot some big ones, boss. There you go. I just yeah. love to see, like, them doing, like, layup lines. And Doc's like, nope, out. And just get Vince and just running laps around the court. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unreal. Uh, so I'll go next here. My take of the week is from our boy Nick Young, NBA Swaggy legend, uh, NBA champion with the Golden yes. State Warriors. He so was actually good on that team. Too. He's been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Star, great relationship with D'Angelo. Um, so he tweeted, CP3, you need to go pray. You not living right, lol, something somewhere, didn't DNT want you to win. Every playoffs, something happened to you. <laughs> uh, you're talking to a future Hall of Famer. No, none of this is CP3's fault. Um, he's still like one of the goat point guards, I think. And uh, you're Nick Young. I like just because you won that title, guy. Like I, I don't know if it's because he won the title or I, I don't know what he's trying to like say here. But yeah, just like shut your mouth. Like no one cares. I love Swaggy P, man. Yeah, Got chiming on everything. Holy. He has been chiming. He's always in, like, when I'm looking for these tweets or when I'm, like, just reading bad tweets, he's always, like, on the bubble of tweets yeah. that I'm about to pick. Yeah. I'm like, it's bad take, but, like, yeah. almost said that one is bad, though. Yeah. That was terrible. I remember I went to a Clippers game back when, like, Kawhi and Paul George weren't there, though, and they were playing the Nuggets, and uh, he, like, signed his 10-day contract and he was just there. So that was kind of cool to see. That's fine. I saw, like, the last of Nick Young, pretty much. He didn't play in the game, but... The first ever NBA game I went to, he was playing for the Wizards, so... Oh, oh wow! Nick, Wizards Nick Young was yeah in those blue jerseys. It was like him or John Wall. I don't he know. He had the fro. Yeah. yeah, that's fire. What you got, okay? Send us home <clears throat> strong here. Okay, so this guy tweeted out. It's a little bit of a conversation. I'll just read like the main part. But he says Trey Young falling to number five uh, in the draft was just insane. Dude, dude had one of the best college seasons I've ever seen. And this guy replies. He says, "Bad take, David." Trey will never lead a team to a chip. He said, Trey will never, all caps, lead a team to a chip, especially being number one option. Trey got picked where he deserves. He wasn't an NBA prototypical prospect. That's a liability. Also, it's disgrace to even put Luca and Trey in the same sentence. Luca owns Trey. So I just love that. Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Is, is that Luca? <laughs> I don't know. I love, there's a few things I love here. I love how he says, just doesn't at the guy. He says, just, First name, bad take, David. Yeah, so that that's was just, always a power right, move. That's, that's your strong arm in the guy if you're yeah. doing that on Twitter.com. Yeah, and he says he says he wasn't a prototypical NBA prospect. That's a liability. So, Trey Young, hate to see, like I know you're a great player, but you weren't a prototypical NBA prospect. So that's a little bit of a liability. That's a asterisk on the career at this point. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, did, I agree did he with this actually take. win that last series? Then can we just? It's cross hard it to probably say. Probably didn't. Yeah. yeah probably didn't. I would say Herder. Ben Simmons yeah. outplayed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was but, prototypical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, what a take there! Yeah. Bad take, David. Yeah. Bad take, know. David. There we are, ten out of ten on a Sunday night. <laughs> Do you expect anything else? Nope. Yeah. No. Here we did. We did it again. We'll be back Thursday night. You'll be hearing us on Friday morning. It's going to be a good week. Some NBA. Not tomorrow night, but you know, yep. got to stay positive. Like you said, positivity we'll in it. our lives. We'll get through it. We will. Uh, TikTok. At the Flag Podcast. TikTok's up and running live. We're posting every day, so check it out. I love that. Good content, too. There's there's some belly laughs in there. I was, oh, I yeah. was cracking up this week. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. 
We'll be back again on Friday morning.